today talking about finding your career path. You know, I worked at the college eight years in financial aid and advising, and I had many a student come in front of me and they said, you know, I really don't know what I'm degree seeking in, but I know I need to go to college. I had them stop and think a minute. When you were a little child, what did you want to be when you grew up? We have all these dreams when we're little and we have no limitations when we're little that we don't think about that. We just think, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a police officer. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a designer. And we have all of these things we want to be, but somehow when we grow up, we lose the creativity of what we want to be. When I grow up, I want to. And you fill in the blank. What do you want to be? Remember I talked to you earlier, or if you're not listening to this series in order, I talked to you about Think, Dream, Believe, Dare. I love that because Arnie Miller was wonderful to bring those four words in line, and I've used this in everything I teach because it's so important. You have to think long and hard about what you want to be when you grow up. You have to dream about it. It has to become part of your fiber and being. Eat, sleep, and drink it, I used to say. And then believing in yourself, and this is where a lot of people fall short. This is where I want you to think about whether you have a cheerleader in your background, a mentor that's with you, the books that you're reading, the school that you're developing your skills in. Believe in yourself. And then daring to do it, stepping out and making those career changes that you're wanting to do in life because you want to have a successful future. There are three things to look in and find in a job. Will it meet your need? Yes or no? Will you enjoy it? Big, yes or no. Is it in your ability? Yes or no. The reason I have you look at these things is, for one, I could never be a nurse. I could never be in the medical field. I get commode hugging sick even changing a diaper. So I cannot do body fluids at all. That's not in my ability. It would meet a need for somebody, but would it meet my need? Not if I'm constantly nauseated from the different things that go on. But if somebody's going to be a nurse, I want them to be an excellent nurse. I want them to love being a nurse. I want them to enjoy going to work every day because they know that they're keeping the Grim Reaper off somebody. That's what you have to think about when you're looking at those three things and finding a job. Will it meet my needs? Will it feed me? Will it clothe me? Will it put a roof over my head? Will it emotionally fill those desires that I have inside of me? Will I enjoy it? Am I going to be excited every day when I get up and go to work? Not everybody's excited every day, but understand the large portion of my time, I should actually enjoy every moment. Life is too short. And is it in my abilities? Do you know that there are certain things that you need to understand about education? In 2018, 49% of the job market required a degree. In 2020, it's projected 65% of the people are going to need a degree. If that degree or that education portion keeps increasing, I know that that's going to be important to me when I'm looking at those career paths that I'm wanting to seek. How am I going to find out what is required of them? You know, there is studentaid.gov, fafsa.gov, mappingyourfuture.org that you can go to, and each one of them will give you tips on looking for careers. Each one of them will give you ideas of what you might be interested in. 
When you go to mappingyourfuture.org, you can go into what's called a career ship. And when you click on that career ship, and you'll identify your strengths and your weaknesses. You wanna identify your strengths here. Am I creative? Am I social? Which is now you can tell I am. And you're gonna go in there and it's gonna open up a hundred different vocations that you might be interested in. You're not just shooting in the dark, what do I wanna be when I grow up? But you're actually matching your skill level with it. And you're gonna open up those hundred different vocations when you click on that degree program or that career path, you're going to be able to see what's required in that job, what degrees required in that job. And if you go further still, you can actually see what income is going to be made and how many job openings are going to be available across the country. That's not shooting in the dark, guys. That's knowing exactly what you want to be. So looking at that, do you know the average person changes their career path seven times in their lifetime? Seven times. What are your strengths? What do you enjoy doing? Do you like working inside? Do you like working outside? You know, I don't like working outside even though I'm on the road a lot. I sweat. I don't like working outside. I don't want to sit there and just be in the sun. So I'm going to work if I'm going to be doing something. But I just, I'm one of those people that I have to really love what I'm doing in order for me to sit there and sweat. Do you like working with people? I have friends that they don't like people. They don't want to talk to people. They want to sit in a room all by themselves. It suits them fine. To not be with anybody. Me, I'm like a bug in a jar. I have to be around people. I love being around people motivating them. What time of day do you work best? Some people love to sleep in. They don't want to get up and start ticking until 11 in the morning, but then, you know, come midnight, they're still wide awake and they're ready to go. Where there are other people, like my dad, he likes to get up at 4 or 5 in the morning. My husband, he gets up 4 or 5 in the morning. They get up, do their exercises, they're in doing their day, and they're enjoying every moment of it. Come 5 o'clock at night, whew, I'm tired. You have to know what's your optimum work time of the day and what motivates you. There are two things I want you to think about at this point. Personality profile tests. If you've never done a personality profile test, you have to know yourself. This is where you're actually going to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and you're going to think, what makes me tick? That personality profile test is a tool, just a tool to help you instinctively answer these questions that's going to show your strengths and your weaknesses and you can help identify what field you want to go into. When you double that with your learning style, the way you learn, it's going to make a huge difference. Huge. There's the medical industry, there's the service industry, technical industry, creative, mathematic, motivation, logical. All of these seven areas that you're looking at for a career, your personality profile test is actually going to identify what would be best for you. That's amazing. People say, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Look at yourself. What do you want? Ask people that you're friends with. Ask your family members. Hey, what do you think is my biggest strength? You know, for mine, it's organization. I, I love to organize. I can remember I worked for this one guy and he said, you know, Davey, you go organize batteries if somebody lets you. Because I just love organizing things. So think about it. Now, learning styles, that's going to be important for you to understand, too. The way that you can retrieve information. When you're out there and you're trying to do your job or learn your job, if you're not a mathematic person and somebody gives you an office job where you have to work with numbers and keys and different things that are going to be codes that are very important, and that's not in your strength, you're going to be frustrated all day long. You're going to hate your day. You're going to wonder why you're here. 
If you're like me and I love creativity, man, give me give me color, give me art, give me something I can do with my hands because I love to do things with my hands. My learning style is hands-on and listening because I'm a verbal person. I love to hear what's going on. I listen to a lot of webinars and podcasts. So these things are very important. And if you'll look up learning styles, one book that I love is The Way They Learn by Cynthia Tobias. She goes through the different learning styles and she talks about how kids learn. She's a motivational education uh, instructor and she just does an amazing job. And when my son was younger, I got that book and I mean, he's old now, he's an adult, but I got that book because I wanted to know learning styles because not everybody's like me. (gasps) What did I just say? Not everybody's like me. I have to know how to communicate to somebody that's different from me. So teachers, if you're out there and you're wanting to go into the education field, or if you're already a teacher and you're wanting to be better, think about the different learning styles. How can you teach in different ways that's going to really impact lives in a tremendous way? There are key ingredients. You always have a plan. So when you're writing that down on that think, dream, believe, dare, and you're writing your plan down, that's exactly what that is. When you've identified what you want to do, find a mentor. Find somebody in that field. Read every book you can come up with of people that have been successful in that area. It could be a book. It could be a webinar. It could be a podcast. It could be a TED Talk. It could be a real live breathing person, but get you a packet of mentors that will help you and then take time to train. So you've identified what you want to do. You've looked at where you want to go. You've looked at what you want to do for the rest of your life. Now, take time to train. Life is made up of seasons. When I was younger, there were things I wanted to do. And so in that season of life, I had no kids, no husband. I could just freely work as many hours as I wanted to. Then I got married. I had kids. My adjustment changed based on having those family members that I needed to be there for and take care of. So my life season changed. Then my kids grew up. My season changed again. My career changed again based on not having to take care of the baseball time and the track and the different entities that were pulling me and my schedule away. You know, you don't rush these seasons. While I'm in this season, enjoy every moment of it. When I was in the beginning, before kids, before family, enjoy that season. After you've added different layers to your season, enjoy that. Don't rush it. Don't, oh, I wish they would do this. If you're constantly looking at, I wish this season of my life would pass, you've missed the most important part of today. Don't stay in a season too long if you've made a mistake. There might have been something that you are in the middle of doing that you would like to change. Don't keep in it because it's safe. Get structured order prepared for you to change out of that season so that you can do your next step. There's a lot to life. Enjoy every moment of it. I'm not telling you to quit your job today because you hate it. I'm telling you to make plans. Find a new job before you quit the job you hate so that you can enjoy the next season in life. There's a lot of balance to it. I think the personality profile tests are probably the most insightful thing you can do. And that's why I want to go back to them a minute. It's going to give you anywhere from 30 to 100 questions according to which test you take. Make sure you do your first instinct. 
Don't try to outguess a personality profile test and say, well, I want it to sway this way. Because if you do that, it's going to tell you that you're in a transitional point of life and you're not able to get an accurate description of yourself. But if you actually will simply, by impulse, answer those questions, what's the most like you, what's the least like you, and you'll look at it, it will actually outline for you your strengths and your weaknesses. Now, I'm going to tell you my weakness, it said that I was disorganized because I'm so hyper. And so I thought, you know, no, I can't have a weakness. I've got to fix that. So I studied everything I could on organization, time management. I read every book from every guru I knew about on how to be an organized person so that that would not be a weakness for me. Your strength is your natural talent, something that you can do with minimal effort. Your weakness just means that it's something that you need to work on. It doesn't mean that it's a defeated factor in your life. It just means it's an area that you've got to work a lot harder for it to be successful. So if there's something you're wanting to do and that weakness is showing up, you know what it means. you got to work hard at it. you got to strengthen it. Do whatever it takes. Identifying those strengths and weaknesses are very important. What type of career do you want to do? What type are you wanting to be engaged in? What strengths do you need for that career? Is it a natural talent or an academic skill? Do you need to go back to college and maybe hone in some of those, even though maybe you have a degree in something, but the skill that you're needing for that particular field is not there? Nobody says you have to go back and become a rocket scientist, guys. But you can go back and you can hone in a couple of those classes that's going to give you the the skills you need to be successful so that you'll be strengthened in that area so it won't be such a struggle. It won't be so frustrating. You might have a job that you love, but you just are in a transition period within that in within that degree or within that skill or job that you're doing, you've got to figure out a way that you can strengthen those weaknesses. Do you need to just improve in something? I know, remember I talked about my disorganization being a thing? Well, I had such pride in having stacks of folders in front of me because my stacks of folders at my job validated my employment. Some people just love to have all of their work exposed around them through stacks of everything here and there and all over the place and piled. And they kind of absorb in it thinking, I am so important because I have all of this work here. I was driving myself crazy because of my abilities seeing all of this work. It actually became overwhelming to me. So I had a friend, Regina. She said, Davian, you're overwhelming yourself. Why don't you take short stacks and work on that short stack? And when that short stack is done, go get another short stack and work on it again. Do you know I found that I actually could do more by short stacks than I could by my big old walls of folders overwhelming me? You have to think about that. There are some things that you do in life that just needing to improve a technique could change your day. I have other people that they are the opposite. They don't want anything around them. They want nice, clean places so that they can get one item at a time. And they'll do that one item. They'll get it done. They'll put that one aside and they'll do another one item. You find out your work style so that it'll help you improve. How can you do more? You're the same today if you don't read different books. So the old saying is, you change based on the books you read and the people that you meet. You become who you hang around with. Look at your group of friends. Are they challenging you to do something different? Are they challenging you to step out? Are they the cheerleaders holding those pom-poms out to cheer you on? Or are they the basement people pulling you down?
Those basement people that say, you can't do that. What makes you think you can do that? Your reputation is so important, and those friends are showing your reputation. What do you spend time doing? Because you become what you spend time doing. And I have to stop and think a minute. Is there something in your life that's maybe impacted what you want to do as a day job? It could be you have a family member that had an illness. So that's what made you want to become a nurse. I had a friend. She was going to be a school teacher. She went to school to be a teacher. And then she had a child that was a special needs child. And she spent a lot of time in the NICO-NATO unit at the hospital. Her daughter was in the hospital for months. She thought, you know what? I probably need to be a nurse so that I can take care of my baby. She is an amazing young mama, and she has done an extraordinary job being a nurse so that she could take care of her special needs child. See, life can impact your decisions. I had one girl that she wanted to go to college, and she wanted to work. She was a diabetic, and she wanted to work with insulin companies. She thought, you know, most people don't know how to do this, and since I went through that journey, That's exactly what I want to do. I said, well, you know what? If you want to do that, we can get you there. So immediately we started writing scholarship essays, trying to help her go to college to get exactly what she wanted was that field to work for a company working with diabetes. There's something in your life that could have really impacted you to where you're wanting to go into a different career. The old saying, the birds of a feather flock together, that's true. I cannot emphasize again, listen to podcasts and webinars. Every morning when I get up, the first thing I do is click on podcasts. Whenever I'm taking a shower, a podcast is playing because subliminally you only listen to 7% of the words. You're going to have to hear it a whole bunch of times to catch it. So listening over and over again on different things are going to help strengthen you. Please learn to love to read engaging books. If you have a hard time reading, set an egg timer. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Keep extending your time of reading to where you can finally sit down and enjoy reading and it's not a chore anymore. Because if you read something that's engaging to you, that's in that area you're going to love, you're going to enjoy reading those books, especially on specific authors that you've developed a love for. Stinking thinking. It's not fair. You know what? Life's not fair. You may have to do more than somebody else. You know, that's okay. You're just proving that you're valuable. When you're able to do more, not based on what somebody else has done, but based on what you know needs done, that's ethics, because ethics matter. If you want to be successful, you want to be ethical. You want to be grateful. You want to be able to do what you need to do because it's the right thing to do. You want to be grateful for it because you have the opportunity to do it. A lot of times we just do things because somebody assigns it to us. I'm not telling you to step on somebody else's toes. I'm telling you to be grateful for the job that you have, that you do an excellent job so nobody has to come behind you. Are you willing to take the time it takes to be successful? Because time matters. Are you willing to pay that price? Are you willing to give it your all? Reputation is important. A lot of people come in and they're so thin-skinned. You got to be careful of everything you say. You got to be careful what you do. If you look at them the wrong way, they're already going in there and pouting. You have to be thick-skinned and soft-hearted not thin-skinned and hard-hearted. You have to understand that everybody has something going on in their life and give them the luxury 
of dealing with it in their way. But that doesn't determine how you work. That doesn't determine what you're going to do based on their day. You've got to determine based on your day what you want. When tough interactions happen with people, look at who, what, when, where, or why this is happening. Because, you know, it could be that they've had something go on in their day that makes them a little more sensitive today than they would be tomorrow. But because today it's tough on them, if you're sensitive to that need, you'll be able to interact with them in a positive way instead of a negative way. Attitude, honesty, integrity. You got to have goals. Your attitude is important. So you determine your attitude when you get up in the morning. You determine if you're a happy person, if you're going to be a friendly person, or if you're grumbly hateful. You determine if that interaction has the power to control you to make it a bad day, or if that interaction is just one insignificant five minutes of your day. You have to be honest. If you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with that person. You have to learn that honesty is so important. I'm not saying cruel. I'm not saying if somebody asks you, do I look ugly in this? And you, oh, yeah. Honesty means, you know, I've seen other outfits I like better, but I can see where it's very comfortable. Does that hurt anybody? What about an honest decision in a transaction? I was working at a beauty supply and I had a chair come in and the chair had hose drilled in the side of the chair incorrectly and then they re-drilled hose and they put the arms of the of the dryer chair on. So my boss said, well, you know, just tell them that they all come in like that. And I go, but that's not true. This is just an incorrect upholstered chair. He goes, well, you can still tell them that that chair came like that, which is true. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you. If you want me to lie to the customer, you're giving me the freedom to lie to you. You have to decide what you want in your employee. Do you want me to be honest? Then I have to be honest with that customer. He goes, no, I don't want you to lie to me. And I said, then I can't lie to the customer because my job is to take care of you both. Honesty matters. And that same thing is true with your integrity. Your integrity is what you're doing when nobody's watching. Your integrity determines that you're going to do the right thing because it's the right thing, no matter if it can be covered up by somebody else or not. Your integrity is whether you're going to lose your integrity for $5 because nobody's watching and you went to the snack room and you ate $5 worth of food and nobody saw you, or your integrity is you embezzled $50,000. Your integrity is sold for five, or your integrity was sold for 50000 but your integrity was not worth much either way. You've got to watch when nobody else is watching to do the right thing because that's what matters. So attitude, honesty, integrity. Have those goals. Always have a balance in life. Giving and developing an attitude of gratitude is so important. That balance in life makes a huge difference on whether you're going to survive or not. If you're overemphasizing one area of your life, whether it's fun or whether it's friends or whether it's work, if you're overemphasizing anything and you're not balancing your life the way it should be, you're going to be overwhelmed or you're going to be broke. Somebody's going to fire you because you're spending too much time in friends. Always maintain a balance in life. Giving develops an attitude of gratitude. If you're giving to others, you learn to balance everything else and be grateful for what you have. Whether it's in money, whether it's in time, or whether it's in talent. 
You have to balance all three areas of your life, giving financially to those in need, giving your time to somebody that might need it, or giving your talent something that you can do as a skill to help somebody will help you be grateful for your day and it will help balance everything in life. So always remember to give to those in need. It takes hard work and dedication to achieve your goals. It's not easy. If it was easy, anybody could do it. When the going gets tough, you have to keep moving forward. Sometimes that means putting your head down and just working harder. I'll tell you what, if you're choosing to go back to school, the first thing you want to do, the first, the third week is the hardest week of every school because that's when everything's due. The teachers are assigning all these reports. You've got your first test. So the third week, a large portion want to just drop out. You've got to learn to just keep pushing forward. Learn to be organized, learn to set your goals, and learn to do whatever it takes to achieve them. I hope these samples or examples helped you to ignite what you want to do in life and be successful in it. Thank you from Zoe's Club and Ozark Federal Credit Union. We hope that you enjoyed finding your career path. Have a great day. Zoe's Club, Zoe's Club, we come together in Zoe's Club. We're saving money. Ozark Federal Credit Union at 573-686-7221. Membership eligibility required. Federally insured by NCUA.